You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, this is Michael. Thanks for joining our podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. But before I start, Stacy and I wanted to share something with you guys. We've been asked a lot lately on how can we make incredible leaps forward. And so Stacy and I want to share. Stacy and I have helped Many people become millionaires, grow successful business, build thriving ministries. We've coached thousands of individuals through our in-person live events. In all of our work, we've noticed one common thread. The people who make the most incredible leaps forward are the ones who are humble enough to ask for help, take the advice they're giving, and get back to work. You know, it's easy to think that you have to do everything yourself if you want to be successful. Been there, done that. But that's simply not true. There are people who have been where you are and have already figured out the answers to the questions that you're asking. If you're willing to ask for help, you can save yourself a lot of time, effort, and money. Of course, Asking for help is only the first step. You also have to be willing to take the advice that you're giving. This doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything everyone tells you, but it does mean that you should be open-minded and willing to consider new perspectives. Finally, you have to be willing to get back to work. Once you have asked for help and taken the advice that you have been given, it's time to put in the hard work necessary to achieve your goals. There's no substitute for this. If you can do these three things, you will be well on your way and making incredible leaps forward in your life. So, are you ready to make incredible leaps forward in your life? If so, we encourage you to reach out to us and schedule a call to see the best way we can help. If you want to find your true identity and become who you are designed to be, then check out the McIntyre Live in-person Next Level Experience. It's not a conference, and it's not for snowflakes. If you want to grow your business, ask about the McIntyre Business Accelerator or the personal business coaching. Visit McIntyreMBA.com. That's McIntyreMBA.com. Are you ready? We are. We've been where you're at. Come on and join and leap forward. God bless. Enjoy this amazing podcast. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your most humblest host at the Next Level Podcast. Come on, baby. Hey, I'm excited today because, man, I've been battling some spiritual warfare, and I wanted to share it with you to help walk through this stuff. Listen, I know everybody has their own way to get through spiritual warfare, and I'm just going to share mine. It works for me. Maybe something will be good for you. But there's a couple things that I think is real important self-control, self-discipline. You know, you got to stretch a little bit to get to that. But I think it's, it's in, I think it's in Galatians 5.23, somewhere about self-control. But I think it's real important to have that because what I want to talk about today is how self-control, capturing your thoughts, like Paul says, you know, capture all thoughts. 
And having this self-control leads to self-discipline. And self-discipline leads to glorifying the Father and staying on point and staying focused on the prize because the prize is so important. It really is. And it's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. But also, it's getting to that kingdom place, right? That kingdom business place, financial, spiritual, relational, physical. It's so important, self-discipline. And so I want to talk about that because, I, you know, when Paul says to capture all thoughts, why does he say that? Because we do, as as we, you know, fallen from the garden, have bad thoughts, and we have negative thoughts, and we can have lustful thoughts, greedy thoughts, uh, impure thoughts, and it's real important to really try to capture those. And listen, nobody can capture all of them. It's just not possible. But what you can do is replace them. Replace them with something positive, like Scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, my ways are not your ways. As the, as the heaven is above the earth, so is God's thoughts uh, above my thoughts. These are good scriptures that you can have. Um, Seek and you shall, you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Uh, you know, these are, these are things that God wants us to put into our hearts, into our minds, and into our everyday function. So it's real important to capture that, that negative thought and get rid of it. So it's like when Jesus cast out those demons, they scream because, you know, they tremble at Jesus's voice. And when we say Jesus's name, if he starts attacking, you stay, start saying Jesus, Yahshua, he, and I say it out loud <laughs> because I want the enemy to tremble at his voice. Yeah. I don't want him to flee from me. So self-control, you know, having control over your thoughts, that's number one. Number two, self-control. So, you know, one of the things that we try to do, and I think it kind of bleeds into self-discipline as well, is really important is to have that self-control, self-discipline. And self-control maybe means not indulging in uh, too much food, alcohol, right? Uh, Perfectionism, yeah? I mean, listen, I enjoy wine. I enjoy a glass of scotch. I enjoy a cigar, but not too many of them, not too much of it, okay? Uh, I enjoy working out, but I'm not obsessed with working out. I do work out six days a week running. You know, I'm not a bodybuilder. I know you're shocked, <laughs> but I'm not. And so, uh, but these are things that I, I want to do to keep my heart healthy, keep my body healthy, keep my keep limber so I can, so I, I can, God can bless me with a long life so I can do the mission that he wants to do and enjoy my family and pass on a legacy, yeah? Come on, somebody. All right. Self-discipline. Okay. So I, you've probably heard me talk about this. And listen, I just want you guys to know that I'm not perfect at any of this, okay? Not even close to it. Uh, some things I excel at and some things I struggle greatly with. But one thing that I'm excellent at is getting up in the morning, Okay, and you've heard me probably talk about the five-handle club. What does that mean? Well, there's a two-handle club, which is 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 2 o'clock in the morning. And the five-handle club is either 5 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock in the morning. I choose the five-handle club to be the 5 a.m. because this is what separates the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, it does. It's, uh, the 5 a.m. club separates the wheat from the chaff, and that's what I prefer. And this, because look, not everybody gets up at 5 a.m. Or, you know, and I always say, look, there's grace here, 5 a.m. to 5.59 a.m. And I think having that discipline, okay, is going to better your day. 
And why is that? Why would getting up at five o'clock in the morning when you went to bed at midnight better your day? First of all, it's gonna start getting you to bed early. The earlier you get to bed, the better, because that's important. It's important to, to get you know, that sleep for your body, for your temple, for your mind. Now, yes, there are times when we're all gonna push it, right? We're gonna run a, you know, do an all-nighter. There are times that we're, you know, only gonna get four hours sleep, but then we, you know, catch up. So, all right, so why five o'clock? I say 5 a.m. to 5.59 a.m. Because you can get more done while the rest of the world's sleeping than any other time. And you can benefit the kingdom that way. You can benefit your marriage, your kingdom, your body, all that stuff. Now, I, what I like to do when I get up in the morning, just so you know, uh, this is me. doesn't have to be what you want to do. But I like to get into a rhythm of prayer. And I do that with the, the acronym ACTS. A-C-T-S. A is adoration. Adoration for Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Heavenly Father. Give them adoration. They deserve adoration. Uh, C is confession. Confess my sins for what I did yesterday. Or what I confess what I did and what, you know, what thoughts or whatever it is. Maybe I, you know, had greed. Maybe I had lust on my heart. Maybe I had, you know, uh, you know, impure thoughts, anger thoughts or whatever it was. Just confess it to him. That's what he wants you to do. Third thing is, is be thankful. Thankful for what you got. Thank you for the, the air in your lungs. Thank you for waking up this morning. Thank you for your family. Thank you for your business. Thank you for the roof over your head. Thank you for your automobile. Thank you for living in the country you live in. Whatever it is. S is for, which rounds out the acronym, ACTS, A-C-T-S. S is for supplication. And this is the big one. Make sure that you ask him for what you, ask him what you want. Ask for what you want. Be specific. We worship a perfect God. Ask for it. Okay? People say, McIntyre, I asked for more money. I said, what happened? Nothing. Well, if you look in your bank account, you probably got an extra 50 bucks or an extra 30 bucks or 120. Be specific if you want more money, but then you've got to say, God, I need $12,500 this month extra. Then you need to go out there and make it happen. How do you do that? Well, you've got God gifted abilities. If you live in the United States of America, you've got many opportunities to do that. So you need to step into that place to do that. That doesn't mean you just sit there and wish for it and it shows up in your account. You've got to go out there and God will make a way. He wants you to be active so He can move in your life, whatever that looks like. Okay? But there's tremendous amount of opportunities. The point is, when you ask for supplication, be specific. Maybe you just want to get, have a, Maybe you just want to have a friend get healed of a disease. What disease is it? Who is that friend? Where are they at? What's their names? Anytime I ask for somebody to pray for, I want to know their name. So, I, And I know God knows, but I want to be specific. I want to honor my father in knowing that I, I am prepared to give him the best that I have and to ask for the best in the best manner I can. Make sense? All right, does to me. <laughs> I hope it does to you. All right, so with all that... Okay, you start developing habits. And one of the first habits I learned a long time ago is to tackle the biggest problem I got first thing. After I have my coffee, after I use the restroom, after I brush my teeth or, or say my prayers or watch my stock market reports and check out my accounts and look at, you know, whatever, uh, then I'm going to also, now I'm, I'm going to start tackling the biggest task I got that day. And I call that eating the biggest frog. Because if I eat that biggest frog that morning, if I get rid of that biggest problem, the biggest one on my plate, if I tackle that one that first, the rest of my day is going to go better because each frog after that, each problem is going to be smaller and smaller and smaller. However, 
On the other hand, if I sit back there and wait for that frog, then I'm not gonna put, I'm not gonna mess with that frog because I don't feel like dealing with it this morning because I don't feel good. That frog is gonna get bigger, bigger, and bigger, and it's gonna bake my ass by the end of the day, and it's gonna ruin my day. So I don't want to have that frog to ruin my day. So I'm gonna eat that thing. Now it might take me all day to digest that frog. It might, but at least it will be done, or the beginning of it being done. I hope that makes sense. So tackle the biggest frog first in the morning. Okay. So with this self-discipline, there's much more things to come in, in play here, right? You know, it could be your diet. You know, I gave up sugar four months ago, five months ago, lost like 10, 12 pounds really quick. Uh, not that I wanted to lose weight, but I know that sugar was bad for me. Now, I, I, the reason I know sugar was bad for me, because I'm addicted to it, because <laughs> I'd sit down, if I eat one piece of chocolate cake, I'm going to eat three pieces of chocolate cake. Stormy O'Martian really identified this for me few years back when Stacy and I were reading her book about uh, praying for your adult children. Stormy O'Martian had an addiction to sugar, and the way she described it was exactly the way I did it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have an addiction to sugar. But it took me about three years to kick this habit, and I finally put it down. Now, I'm prayerful that I don't eat sugar today, and I'm not going to have sugar tomorrow. Now, I know that might seem like a small thing to people, but I want to live a long time. I want to be able to provide for my family and my children and their children's children and, and bless them with a legacy for a long time. So that's what I'm doing. Now, does it take self-discipline? Yes, it takes self-control and self-discipline. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So these are just some of the things that I'm looking at. Yours might be something else, okay? Um, so maybe it's, you know, pornography that you got to put down. Maybe it's uh, maybe, you know, stop watching so much Netflix you got to put down. Maybe it's, you know, uh, stop gossiping so much. Whatever that is, have that self-discipline. If you, if you do have that self-discipline, it's going to make your life a lot easier. And it's going to move faster. And you're going to make more money for the kingdom. You're going to make more money for yourself. You're going to be happier. You're going to rest better. You're going to look better. Yeah? All these positives. <laughs> All right. So look, none of this is easy. But it's not supposed to be easy. But this is what separates the wheat from the chaff, the men from the boys, the girls from the women. This is what does it because you want to walk a different path. If you truly want to wear the Jesus jersey, if that's where you're going in life and that's what you want to do, then Michael McIntyre strongly encourages you to adapt some of these that might fit to you. Now, some of these might not. You might say, man, that's crazy. I work from, I work second shift at the hospital. Listen, I used to work in the, when I was in the Air Force, our shift on secure, on the Titan II missile silos, sometimes were 24 hour shifts and 48 off. Sometimes when we walked, uh, had uh, deals over the airplanes, it was from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. So it's all, you, but you can modify it, whatever it looks like for your 5 a.m. handle, right? Your five handle club. So don't get caught up in the semantics. Uh, just get it done. <laughs> Step into that place, man. Because if you want to get to that place where you want to be, if your checkbook's full, if your heart's full, if your, your family's full, if, great, you're doing it. You're on, you're on point. You're rocking and rolling. But if it's not then step into that self-discipline, that self-control, capturing those thoughts and getting on that, that, that path of getting the job done. And look, there's nothing wrong with having some you know, time to just enjoy yourself. I call it you know, me time. And I enjoy having a cigar and watching a TV show at night. Uh, you know, I do. Uh, 
but I don't do that during the day when I need to be working and doing other things and, and fulfilling my mission and, you know, making things happen. Because we've got a full mission here at McIntyre. <laughs> we really do. And it's getting fuller. Okay. And last but not least is all about self-discipline, self-control on financial matters. All right. So I'm going to share some things that relate to me. Maybe these relate to you. Maybe they don't. And listen, I still have trouble with some of these, <laughs> believe it or not. But let's take a look at that. What does that mean? So, for instance, the stock market. I've been in the stock market uh, probably for the last, I don't know, since 1992. And, and it's been good and it's been not so good. So more than good than bad, though. Thank you, Jesus. But here's, what I, here's where I failed. I failed when I got scared. I failed when I got panicked. I failed when I didn't have self-control. So Disney, right? I had a whole bunch of stock in Disney. 9-11 happened. Stock went all the way down to $2 or uh, it went down to $15 a share. I owned a bunch of it. I owned about $750,000 of it at uh, $45 a share. I sold it. I should have held it. Now, listen, I know Disney's gone woke and all that stuff, but if I would have kept it, okay, that $750,000 worth of stock would have been worth $2.7 million today. But I panicked. And I regret that. But that's, this is what I'm talking about, self-control and self-discipline. All right, every time, you know, the, here's the other thing too. When you see a bull market, when you see your favorite company, let's say it's Tesla, let's say it's Amazon, let's say it's Google, Apple, uh, you see it starting to run up. All of a sudden it jumps up two or three days in a row and you jump on, you follow it up the bull, bull run, okay? Not great idea. The best time to buy stocks, in my opinion, is in bear markets. Find a stock, see what's going on. Like, look at what's happening. Look what's happening right now with Target, okay? They're getting spanked badly because of their woke uh, Pride Month issues with, the, with their swimwear and whatnot. They're at a, almost a five-year low in the stock price. I think it's a great time to buy Target. People say, McIntyre, that company went woke. They're advertising, you know, LGBTQ swimsuits. I don't care. The Bible says we can take money from the wicked, yes? So let's take some money. I think that stock's around $130, $128 a share. It's pretty low. I think it's going to bounce back. The reason why better, they're going to bounce back better than Bud Light because they have options. You've got options to buy different things at Target. It's not just beer, and it's not just swimsuits, okay? There's several options, and there's a strong market base for Target. Some people won't even care what they do, and they'll still buy, but I think it's a good time to buy, so that's what I'm thinking. All right, Bud Light's a whole different case. Okay, because all you have to do is walk six inches to the right and buy Coors Light instead of Bud Light, and uh, there you have it. All right, here's the other thing on your financial. In business, okay, in business, don't get in fear mode that you have to change your business plan. All right, so it's really good. This is why, so that's why I really emphasize getting a good coach that's been there, that's done that. Because if they've been there and done that, they can help you walk you through those uncertain times. Case in point, okay, I had a, a business that I thought I could do real well, and instead of getting advice, I spent like $500,000 on television commercials and ex produced a big zilch, okay? It was, it was like taking $500,000. I should have taken it to Vegas and bet it all in 23 red on the roulette table, which is a sucker bet. I might have came out ahead. Anyways, just sharing, okay? So this is why you seek wisdom, seek coaching advice. I was too prideful. I had a lot of money, and it cost me. So have self-control. Check your pride at the door. Check your ego so you can cast a check. Have self-control. Find you a good coach, a mentor, or a good mastermind group. 
that, that you, you can bounce your ideas off of. Measure twice, cut once. Financial is really important. And then stick to a plan. Stick to your plan. If you're saving money, like Stacy and I did when we were married, first married, we started buying certificates and deposits. Some of you boomers know what I'm talking about. Maybe some Gen Xers. Millennials and Gen Zs, they were certificates of deposits. You go to the bank and say, listen, I'm going to put $10,000, $5,000 with your bank, and I'm going to keep it there for two years. You pay me 9% return on that money. And 9% return on that money. And they did. They gave, it, gave you that. You couldn't take it out before then. If you did take it out, you were penalized. Okay? So Stacy and I, that's what we did when we first got married and started making money. I was doing really well. Uh, God blessed me in that. I could make money. And so we would buy CDs every week, $5,000, $10,000 for the certificates of deposits. Did we save up about a million dollars in the bank? Now, I regret some of that because I could have invested in other things like real estate, bought some houses, bought some apartment complex, but I didn't know. I didn't. And I was too prideful for to ask. I felt, you know, buying CDs, making 8 9 10% of my money was great, which was good, but it was not real good. So, but I was disciplined. We were very disciplined. We still had nice cars. We still traveled, but we were disciplined in saving. So we stuck to that plan. Maybe a little bit too long. I don't know, about three years we did that. So anyways, but it was self-discipline and it paid off well. We created a great amount of wealth and we also built businesses, but we could have done more, but I was very young. All right. No excuse about youth. <laughs> it's just the way it is. So I'm just telling, I'm just sharing some of these things about self-discipline, self-control, Share your platform, okay? Capture all thoughts. Remember what Paul said, and it's important. Put positive affirmations in your heart and your mind. Read scripture. Memorize some scripture. I'm the worst at trying to memorize scripture. It's difficult for me, but once I do get it, I get it forever, and it's really a big deal, and that's why I suppose some of you all tattoo scripture on your body. I don't know. I haven't gone that extreme, but that's what I'm saying. Anyways, hey, listen, I hope this helped some way. I hope it blessed you in some way, and uh, yeah, so... You know, the other thing too, the other thing too I want to share is, is it's really important to give, share your platform and be, you know, as Christians, as a believer, we really want to be able to share our platforms and let other people take the limelight. And I love doing this with Next Level Experience. That's one of the things that we love to do is make Next Level Experience open to everybody, whether you're rich, whether you're middle class, or whether you're just, you know, starting out and you just are struggling a little bit. We want to open it up to everybody. That's why we have no money up front to come in and next level experience. And we give you 100% of our best for those three days. And when you come on the other side of that, at the end of it, if you want to bless us going forward, and we've had some people that were very financially blessed to bless us hugely, really significantly, which was beautiful. We had some modest gifts and we've had some really small gifts. But the, ma the main thing is, is we want everybody to have a shot at that platform. And that's what we love about the kingdom. And so, when, you know, you know, we're, you know, like Joe Rogan has a huge platform, right? We're nipping at his heels. Not, I wish we were, but we're not nipping at Joe Rogan's heels. But he's got a huge platform. Our platform's a lot smaller, but it's still significant. And so we invite people on our platform. I want them on my podcast. I want them to come to NLA. They want to come to MBA. I want to put them on there. I want to bless them, put them on my Instagram accounts, my Facebook accounts. I want to put those people, their faces on there, what they're doing, advertise for them, the ones that are really in our tribe and the ones that need help in their platform. I'm all about that.
So you might be that way too. That's good because givers keep on giving and they receive too. Some people out there and some people in the Christian community don't share their platforms, don't want to share their platforms. And for whatever reason, which I can't understand that because even before I became a Christian, I was all about helping everybody get to where they want to be. Stacey and I have always shared the wealth. That's how we created so many multimillionaires in our business. And we're doing that with in the Christian community now as well with this program, uh, the Accelerator of MBA Productions. Uh, we're doing that with our podcast. We're sharing that. We want other people to get wealthy in the kingdom. Not just, you know, not, not just a little bit, but a lot. We want them to be able to benefit and go into that kingdom business. So if you've got a platform, share it. Listen, I, and listen, if you want to be on my podcast, let me know. Email us. Go to themichaelmcintyre.com and let us know. And uh, let's have a conversation. I'd love to have you on my podcast, especially if you're, you've got something going on, if you're interesting, if you've got a, a uh, maybe you got a new business, maybe you got an old business, maybe you just want to share your heart, maybe you have a testimony. We, I want to share that. I want to promote you. Uh, listen, I, I can also promote you on our Instagram account, our Facebook. Hey, if you come to Next Level Experience, you get to come into our private group, uh, which is where our Eagle's Nest is, and it's beautiful, and it's amazing, and people do business together, they experience life together, and they have community, baby. We love good community. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening today to the Next Level Podcast. Please share. We want to build our platform. We've got 150 or 200,000 downloads, but we want to grow this thing. We want to give Joe Rogan a run for his money. Yeah, I know. It's a big goal, baby. But hey, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. God bless you. Hey, listen, remember this. Jesus is king. He always has been. He always will be. And just put him first, give it all to God, and lay it all down. You got this, okay? And that's what it takes to be in the kingdom. And it's a beautiful place to be. Remember, Yeshua, Jesus, say his name. The enemy trembles at it. God bless and thanks for listening. Cheers. listening to the next level podcast don't forget to subscribe rate review and share for more resources to help you maintain your next level life join our community at the